What is that? <laughs> I, I was trying to uh, hear a thing that you did the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like, boo, 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 boo. Oh, boo, 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 boo. Why was that so low? I was trying for slightly different. Oh, a different one. Still. Okay, go back, go back. Let me hear. Let me hear. Sure. Blur, 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 blur. So weird. It just sounds like you're trying to do an echo. Oh, God, we need to learn how to do some, like, voice manipulation stuff with the audio so it could just sound like it. I feel like it's more funny and fun not if we try to do it with our own voices. Because <laughs> people are like, this is wrong. We try. <laughs> I remember I tried, just, just this afternoon, I was trying to do, I was listening to a, a Pentatonics on the way here, um, the Daft Punk mm-hmm. song that they did, and there's this part that Avi just shied. Avi pissed Avi. me off because he left the group. Anyways, because I don't like his new little, you know, Simon and Garfunkel vibe that he has going on. I'm like, Avi I don't like the it. As real or something like that. Yeah, Avril and the Aqu- and the Sequoias. Oh, Avril. Because his name is Avril or Avril. I mean, oh, I'm not trying to mess with his name. He's Jewish, and then I love Jews. I'm good with them. I'm good with everybody. I love Avi so much. He was so. But bad. I was so mad that he left the group. I Anyway, PTX has that awesome Daft Punk song that they want a Grammy for. But there's a little section where he's like, Television above rules the nation. And I'm trying to go extra low because I love the bass. And I was like, Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, Dang, I can't go bass like he can. But I love bass. I love his voice so much. I love guys with deep voices. I know. So sexy. Mm -hmm. So sexy. There's a nationwide commercial that I can't stand that plays all the time because I watch the CW app because that's I watch the CW shows on the CW app mm-hmm. and they always repeat the commercials like literally <laughs> back to back. It would be like one. for the whole thing they could have all the commercials for that one little segment be the same commercial. It's so <laughs> irritating. My mom is always like, "Can we just fast forward to something?" Like, that's not how it works, mom. Anyway, yes, exactly. So we have to have. <laughs> You know what it is, Whitney. Yeah. We have to have what? We have to have a cake somewhere. Yeah, and we have to have all my the ads. decision. Which is why I pay the extra $2 on my Hulu so I don't have to listen to ads. Oh, you lucky. Because I wish we could do that too. But there's a guy on there. His voice is awesome, but it's so high. And I'm just, I don't like it. He's like, nationwide is on your side. And I'm like, I don't like it. <laughs> this is like, I was like I didn't say he couldn't sing but his voice is too high and I don't like it give me that nice ooh. but to be honest though I, I also like really it. like Mitch's voice Mitch? oh see I like Mitch it's the tonal it's so quality like, yeah it's so tonal quality. is like yes. the only word I can think for his voice and I'm like oh my god it's beautiful <laughs> I, I feel like you're an angel on high <laughs> oh, like, or like Chris Colfer from Glee Oh his God, voice yes. is fantastic. I loved his voice. Or yeah. like or Moon Five. That, that's, um, that's Kurt Hummel's character, you guys. Yeah. The actor who plays Kurt Hummel. Yeah, his name is Chris Colfer. Um, the real name, and he's an author too, um, of children's books. Anyway, but um, who else? I think um, the guy. Oh Moon yeah, Five. children's books. Let's not go there. Oh, but yeah, back to Moon Five. Anyway, anyway. Stop, Whitney. Okay, so, you guys, hello, sorry, you just started that off like that, but that's how we do it. Anyway, this episode, we will be talking about Deadpool 2. (laughs) I'm still 
try. <laughs> we don't have a lot of money, y'all, so we're, we're trying to do our own special effects. <laughs> Sound effects, I mean. <laughs> anyway, um, I know y'all all watched it. I know you guys enjoyed it because it was what? Funny as hell. Yes, it was. <laughs> I but it was it. so, so R. It was so far into R, you guys, that it's like R. They, well, well, let's get into that later. I want to talk about that R thing because there are there were some things that uh, were. <laughs> Is that a growl or are you rolling your R? Both. I can't actually roll my R, so I just growl. <laughs> I can't roll R's either. And I took French, but I'm like, there's like more guttural than than rolling R's. They can roll R's, but and they don't really need to. Super All I have to do is know how to do the. R, I mean, I'm like. Bouteille or the la belle, you know, all that kind of stuff with a little bit of growl. Yeah. <laughs> like, carnes. <laughs> Remember the commercial? I don't know if the dog, the dog kept trying to say carnes or something. Anyway, stupid stuff. Um, but before we get into that, you guys have to know what we're blurting out about this week. Blurting out. Blurting out. Um, blur, blur, um. blur, blur. Okay, this is our episode for just trying sound effects. So just go along <laughs> with it, because we're going to probably try and do it every time. Mind it. Find it. <laughs> Never mind it. <laughs> um, that makes me think of Bupinder from Deadpool. Because <laughs> the shower, that's from the Shower Con movie. Bollywood, y'all. Bollywood. Anyway, we're going to get into that later. All right, so Whitney, what are you blurting out about this week or in the past two weeks? This week? Well, recently, I'll just say... I've been blurting out about relaxation. Bing. Um, actually, there was no oming going on, but yes, oh. relaxation. Spas. Oh. Yes. I went I love to it. the mountains with my friends to, uh, what is it, Berkeley Springs, West Virginia. Mm. In the mountains, y'all. How long did it take? Uh, not quite three hours, or it might have been about three hours. Road trip then. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, speaking of, it was relaxation, but there was also anxiety. Why? Because when we decided, <laughs> uh, as I mean, it was mostly us just hanging out, mm-hmm. relaxing. We were in our Airbnb, chilling most of the time. Chillaxing, sipping on gin and juice. Not real gin and juice, back. right? Remind no, me. we had more like a vodka. Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... One of the days we decided to go to a casino. Mm. It was in uh, Cumberland, Maryland. Um, so wait, what Maryland? Yeah, I mean it was just a coffee. It was only thirty-eight minutes away from where we were staying. Oh, yeah. Um, so we oh, went there. West Virginia is more yeah. up. Yeah, and we that was the weekend where there was like flood levels of rain. Oh yes, it was raining so bad. This and past it was weekend. also raining in West Virginia. Oh, like everywhere. East Coast, even if we had gone somewhere else, apparently the whole East Coast was pretty just much just flood. yeah, levels of rain. So it's in the mountains, mm. it's now nighttime, it's raining, oh. you hit bouts of fog, and I'm just looking like, All right, gotta look straight ahead. Oh no, I did not go too fast. Yes. And my friend Lika, was just like, uh, Whitney, I'm so used to you like driving a lot faster than this. I'm like, there's rain, it's dark, there's fog, this is a mountain. I don't want us falling off the side of the mountain. It's like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can't fall off the side of the mountain. I'm like, but you're not for certain on that. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you. <laughs> just the visibility on our side. That same weekend, yeah, we I traveled to DC for graduation and it was terrible. The visibility, the visibility was bad. 
with all the cars swishing by you mm-hmm. and ugh, it was bad. So I don't imagine it would be yeah great yeah. in the mountains. I yeah. <laughs> no, worse in the mountains because then you've got the nature bits of fog that like oh, yeah. really heavy fog where you can hardly see like anything. So I'm like. We're not gonna die. We are not gonna die. We <laughs> are not gonna feel we hurting ourselves off the side of this mountain. And Lincoln was like, I don't think that's gonna happen. I was like, but you don't know that for sure because it's dark and we can't see if this is the edge of the mountain or not. And I don't want to take any chances. So yeah, that was the anxiety part. But other than that, relaxation. So when you got there, it was nice. It was nice. It was nice. The, the, was it like a real spa, like you were telling me about the other time? Um, I mean. It, it wasn't like a day spa. Mm. I still like the closest place to where we are in Virginia that has like a legit day spa, like of the levels that I, oh my God, Las Vegas was like the best day spa ever. Not near us. Vegas? Unless it's a Vegas No, Virginia. I'm saying that that's like the best spa experience. <laughs> that's not near us though. You said I'm saying, I'm giving it to it. I'm giving it to it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. The place that's nearest to that experience that's like within like a not inconvenient like distance from where we are is Williamsburg. Ah. The spa at Colonial Williamsburg or the Colonial Williamsburg spa, but they have a legit day spa where as opposed to you getting your massage and it'll be like, all right, be on your way, get out. You can go there, get your massage and when you're done... There's a sauna. There's a jacuzzi. You can mm-hmm. actually spend the entire day after your massage there. They got little nuts. They got little <laughs> things of water with like flavored thingy thing flavors in things. there. Yes, thingy things. <laughs> That's right. I like flavored thingy things. That's right. Yes. And they had like in the little showers, they had like their own like brand of shower stuff, and you put it on. You're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, this is awesome! I'm gonna buy it. Oh and my I gosh, got it's it. not like the like mass produced like you know. No, no, no. This, this is, is like their stuff. Well, stuff. I mean, I don't know if they've got like little like children from a third world country making it, but in any case, it's got. No, their I mean like good quality soap. Yeah, not yeah, like that stuff. You'd be like at the gym, and they'd be like squirting on. Just the smell within the shower with the steam and stuff. You're like, it just relaxes you. Just the scent because it's like. It's lavender lemongrass. It's amazing. Ooh, those yeah. are good together. Yeah, it's That's awesome. That's cool. So you relaxed, even though the rain and anxiety hit with the yeah. fog. So this wasn't like a day spa place, but I did get a massage, and it was wonderful. They massaged out all my kinks and my, like, trapezius right here, you oh. know, between your neck and, like, your shoulders, that muscle, that kind of triangular muscle right there. Wow. Because I knew that I had tension. I usually have lower back tension. Mm, and sometimes too. carry it, like, right in my, like, shoulders or, like, in the trapezius. So she was, and, you know, it's uncomfortable for a little bit because they're, like, working those knots out. Mm-hmm. But then when they're done, you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> The audible. <laughs> what I do when I see some hot guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that as well. I would meet the hot guy doing that. Yeah, I'm all yeah. over it. Avi. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that Avi was so sexy. I thought he was. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? I thought he was the best looking dude in the group. <sighs> so sexy, and I'm of course the voice helps. Any guy, any guy who has like a really good, deep voice, you get like a plus twenty. Yes, and then you get your very white on. Then you also get like a eh, you know, between a plus fifteen. Some and a plus guys 20. can't dance, so I'm like. But if you can dance, but if you just have to, you can sing the panties off me because I love music. Like I literally love music. Oh yeah. So that makes me the happiest thing. If I'm upset, I usually go straight to some music or mm-hmm. try to sing, do some shower karaoke, as I call it, or car karaoke, not the kind that um Mr. No Gordon more, does. Mr. Nice Guy. I don't think I know that no song. No more 
Sorry, I'm, we, we did a lot of like hard karaoke when we went That's to the That's good. I would love it. Are you kidding me? I just downloaded a bunch of new songs today, so I was like trying to sing them. They some good ones. Yeah. I was telling her, I was singing Brandy's Full Moon right before oh, I came in here. I ain't even gonna front. I ain't even gonna lie. Since you walked up in the club, I've been giving you the eye. Oh, you know I'm thinking of a different You can song. dance if you want. Get it cracking if you like. Must be a full moon. Feel like one of those nights. I had to let Bobby go with that one because I'm not. I, I don't know that one as well. Okay. I'm I love the other that Brandy, Brandy song. song. What was it? When you feel that. Okay. okay. Yeah, I guess I. Yeah. yeah I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell my bad. Shazam can't pick that up. Like, Shazam's <laughs> like, uh, got nothing for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just so I I gotta figure out what it is now. Is it like this is the this is the Google brain? age? People who must always be right now need to Google it immediately while they're there talking. Or is it the um? Have you ever needed something so bad? No, right here. Departed. Hmm. Which one? Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna do. Really? Are you playing? Uh. Uh. Oh. All right, and so we don't get sued. That's all I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys can even hear it because. <laughs> I hope they can hear it. <laughs> but I think I know which one you're talking about. But in any um, case, guys, if you can't hear, it was uh, right here, mm-hmm. parentheses, Departed by <laughs> And I love that song. Anyway, but that's Sorry. music in the car. Just It just makes me feel good. Yeah. So you can sing in the deep voice. Just holler at your girl. Follow right. Story B on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, wrapping up my relaxation. I recently joined Gold's Gym because they had like a deal at my job mm-hmm. where you could get like a special for it and you you know, you had like promo and stuff. So I've utilized my Gold's Gym membership. First time I went, I went to the gym, got myself a coin for the massage chair. Ooh. There was two people all waiting in, both the massage chair, so I had to wait. Then they were done. I got the massage chair. That helped. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. And then I left the gym. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't work out. <laughs> and then a couple days ago, you guys, I also went back to Gold's Gym. I didn't just use the gym massage chair this time. You'll be happy to know. I did, you know, do a bit better. Mm-hmm. So I went, I got two coins for the <laughs> massage chair. So you can use it longer. So I can use it longer. <laughs> but I didn't leave right after. After I used the massage chair, I did go back to the back of the gym. I went to the sauna, <laughs> sat in here for 15 minutes, came out, and then I left. Well, you play softball on Mondays, and you're pretty you're pretty small, so you're good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, you know, never one piece of equipment, and you go. <laughs> never one, I love it. You heard that, y'all. She used never one piece of equipment, okay? She only goes to the gym, gym the massage chair, and the sauna. <laughs> 
get into mine because you're a master. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I love your blurting out. Relaxation is much needed, especially through tension and nation and everywhere. There's just tension. Ugh, let me not get into it. But relaxation is so needed. So all y'all get relaxed somehow. Find something that relaxes you. Yeah. Um. Well, actually, I'm blurting out about TV this time. Mm-hmm. Um. I started watching. Uh, well, one show. What? Let me just get into the first one. I'm blurting out because I had recently watched a, a show or binge watch really, um, the series I like called Dear White People. Mm-hmm. I loved, loved, loved the first <laughs> season of Dear White People. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. I got it. I understood them so well because not only did I go to a mixed school for undergrad, mm-hmm. but I went to a PWI for grad school, which is a predominantly white institution. Mm-hmm. Um, mine was a Christian school. It was Liberty, the biggest Christian school in, in America. So, you know, the racism wasn't as overt because everybody's talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not supposed to be racist, but some of them are. <clears throat> That's not from. But so I get them. I'm, I didn't go to a Harvard or UVA or that kind of place. Um, but I just like what they're doing with the show. It's like, we call it Black Dawson's Creek, me and my sister. Because <laughs> Dawson's Creek has, like, call it, like, high school kids using such advanced language. You know, if you, if you guys know or ever watch Dawson's Creek, you know, like, you were, like, taking out the dictionary every five minutes. <laughs> like, what did Dawson say? What word was that? He used a word I don't even know. Like, what is that? Like, okay. It's like their time. Vocab words. <laughs> you know that nobody actually studied their vocab. I did. I did. I love my vocab. Actually, me too. Oh. I love vocab. I, I was love like so words. excited every time it was time for new vocab words. Yay! More words. Exactly. I, I love tells you what kind of other type of blurs we are, you guys. Yeah, I'm very nerdy when it comes to words, and I just love learning. My, my favorite word is magnanimous. Yeah, look at that. Magnanimous. <laughs> <laughs> <Say it> again. <laughs> magnanimous. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds bad, but it's really a lovely word. It's I was so actually great. trying to make a Lion King reference there, Beats. <laughs> anyway. Mufasa. <laughs> oh, Mufasa. my God. Yo, I'm late. Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. I just got that. Um, but, um, okay. So, Dawson's Creek has... So, it's like that... You have to put words in popular stuff so that people can learn. It's like that... Everybody knows they learned for the first time what promiscuous meant because of that one song with Nelly and... <laughs> <laughs> with Nelly Furtado and uh, Timbaland. <laughs> promiscuous girl. What you need. Promiscuous mind. Okay. I mean, I know all her parts. <laughs> but y'all know what I'm talking about. Nobody knew what promiscuous meant when that song came out, but what? You looked it up because why? You wanted to know what it was. So they basically, you gotta sneak words. You gotta sneak words in for like the general view and public. I Just love like that though. Sneak vegetables into ravioli. Yeah. <laughs> where they have a little boy and his parent he's eating the ravioli and the dads read the kids like oh ravioli now has a full serving of and the mom starts like making all these noise on the pot he's like don't let him know and the kids look at them both like they're crazy he just keeps eating he's like <laughs> I love vegetables growing up so I didn't mind it but that's me it depends on what kind of vegetable I didn't. I wasn't like really a picky eater me neither only when I was very young but then I grew up um, but yes, so the 
Black Dawson's Creek, aka really, uh, uh, do right people. I I love this show because one, they picked up with the same characters. There was more uh, development for certain characters, mm. um, and I just like the issue because the racial tensions mm-hmm. and things are still going on. It's still like that on campuses, like that mm-hmm. that they kind of depict. Like I feel like they're kind of trying to depict like a Harvard situation or Yale or something. Mm-hmm. But I always think of UVA when I watch that show. Mm-hmm. Um, basically because of what's happened in the news and because my cousin goes there and she's like, that's how it is. Mm. She's like never excited about her school, which just makes me sad for her. I'm like, please go to like an HBCU for grad school or something. What is she just there to- for? Full ride scholarship she got. So. But I mean like what major? I don't know. She changes it a lot. Uh, I don't know if she's doing psychology Well, yeah, I guess else. if it's free, then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's trying to figure herself out. I don't blame her. You okay. do you. But that show was so good. Although, it, and this time they were getting into the secret society thing. Like, before, it was really about the racial is- issues. The main girl in the show called Sam, just, like, she started, um, she wanted to showcase how racist the school was. Mm-hmm. So she she sent out an invitation about an all-face black, uh, black face party. But no one knew it was her until the end of the series mm-hmm. that she did it. Because she just wanted to capture how many, how, but it's still all the, you know how like the sh- there was this big event, mm-hmm. and then for the rest of the season of the show, they're unfolding all the different parts and the different people mm-hmm. attached to that one event. So that's kind of how the first season went. And then all this intrigue, and of course, sex. <laughs> Excuse me, I don't watch it for that, but they're in college, so mm-hmm. I guess that's what they're doing. Um, but it's interesting because she's mixed race and she's like pro black and she's about the black cause and stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me, but she's dating a white guy, so it it's very a lot interesting. Like uh, stepsisters mm, on yeah. Netflix. Mm, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Actually. Oh, I never did that. Excuse me, I had to drink some water, you know. But um, the show's so interesting. So this season, they pick up the same characters. Um, everybody's got to do you know, different roles and different things. There's like the the main black girl who's like trying to like conform and make it in the in the in their world because she's the, the social climber. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Changes her name, everything. Always has a straight weave. All this stuff. Very ambitious. Mm-hmm. Wants to be Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, she wants to be Barack Obama because why? Well, he actually got the White House. <laughs> um, so she there's different characters like that. There's a girl who's like just chill, awesome girl who's really smart but doesn't get any shine because she's a dark skinned girl. There's just so much on the show. There's the guy who's like her parents prim them, prim, they 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 basically like prep him mm-hmm. and prime him and prune him just for that kind of life. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really get to find himself because mm-hmm. he's always been used. So he just uses a lot of other people all the time. There's a genuine part to him, but he's just so lost that he ends up not knowing the right way and what to do this time. And then of course there's situations with the police. And black students, and I was, it's so interesting. I love it. But this season, they went into the secret societies thing. The only thing I did not like was that the way it ended, you want a resolution, but it kind of ended like on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the first season, the first season just kind of ended, and you're like, okay, I hope they do a second season. Mm-hmm. So if they didn't, it was fine the way it was. Yeah. But since they're doing a second season, now you know, like, the way they ended it, you just know, like, okay, there has to be a third season because you can't just end with the quest being like just opened up like they were building this thing up oh yeah they you th- yeah but i thought they were gonna like let us have it in the last episode and they were like no you're not gonna have this until the next season and i'm like that's what really messed show up that you and t watched in college and it was some type of mystery where all these people like you were trying to figure out like i guess i don't know if it was who died or who killed someone but um how to get rid of murder 
No, no, no. It was in college. It was during college. It was like freshman year college, but they only did one season. Dang. Oh, my God. Because I didn't watch it. I never watched any of it, but you guys, like, were really into it. Mm, I'm going to call Keegan and find out. I don't remember. Can we can we find a friend? Yeah. <laughs> if y'all know, let me know. Um, anyway. I'm going to find out. Well, I'm going to call T. Like, T, what's that show we watched in college? I bet I'll be mad because I'm like, how did I forget that? <laughs> um, but my other blurdy thing. So, I one, I loved Dear White People. I still do love it. Um, and I love the development. It really it's good. really good. It's okay. very smart. Very plucky. <clears throat> like I said, it's Black Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't watch the movie because the series was based off the movie. Dear White People was an actual film. And, of course, everybody's mad about the title. The people, the cast members were on The Breakfast Club mm-hmm. and they were talking about how, yeah, they, the writers get death threats and all this other stuff because people are still angry that the name of the show is called Dear White People. And in the show, the, the main girl, Sam, has a show, a radio show at the college mm-hmm. called Dear White People and she goes on about all these little different things. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. It's very, very smart, too. I like smart black people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's very smart. Sometimes I have to go back and like, let me catch that again. Like, what did they just say? But it's funny. It's cool. Um, and then the other thing I started watching was actually on Facebook. And yes, you guys, if you don't know, you can watch TV on Facebook now. Because Facebook is trying to become Amazon. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> as in trying to get into so many different things and it's just like you want it to stop. Maybe trying to recover their reputation. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But um, there's a show called The Red Table Talk hmm. that was started by none other than Jada Pinkett Smith. What? Yes, I love Jada. Yes. (laughs) And this is like a real life show. I guess, what's the word for it? Like reality TV? Mm -hmm. Um, And so she has her mom and her daughter at the red table and they talk about certain issues. Mm -hmm. Like we'll talk about loss, body image, all this, just different things and just open up about things about their life. And it's so interesting. They'll have people on. Um, that they're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I love the first episode where she actually talked about how hard it was to deal with. Because Will, Will Smith had another, I think he had a wife before her. He did, yeah. <clears throat> and then things didn't work out. And he had another son. Yeah, so now she does. came in and she had to know how to be a co-parent without being a parent at all. Because mm-hmm. she didn't have any children at the time. And she just let us know some real things about how she was mm-hmm. when, when, with the mom of Trey and what they were trying to do with their family mm-hmm. and keeping everybody together. And it's so interesting to have a really candid look into their life and into what they're saying mm-hmm. and her issues. I watched the second episode again today. And then even having a little Willow talk about her stuff. And you would never realize the things that people are dealing with mm-hmm. or struggling with. Um, and I'm telling you, just because they're famous, just because they look a certain way, doesn't mean they don't have issues and problems and stuff. Right. And so, I recommend y'all watch it, because it was so touching, and I just, I just like it. I, every time it comes out, I'm like, let me hear what they gotta say now. And she looks episodes. so much like her mom, Jada. It's like, Jada, oh, Willow looks like her dad, but Jada and her mom look almost alike. Jada just had a different nose. But it's nice to see the family resemblance. Mm-hmm. I just, that's one of my weirdy, nerdy <laughs> things. I like to see family resemblance. Like, oh, they look like this person. That's one of my weird, like, anthropological things. Anyway, <laughs> so I recommend that on Facebook, The Red Table Talk. It's really I mean, good. It's just started, so there's like, they have the Ask Jada episodes, but I haven't watched those. I like the ones where they really do the table talk. Right. Right now, there's only two episodes, and they're like 19 minutes, because stuff on okay. Facebook's really short. Okay. 
Cool. Yeah, they're like under 20 minutes. That sounds cool. Yeah, so I've been learning that about TV, y'all. TVs. For the first time, it's like every... We need went somewhere and I watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> um, oh, man. I forgot. I have more blurting out things. Um, okay, we'd be talking about this, actually. Um, so, I'm all for, like, trying to find some kind of... I don't want to call it a gimmick, but like a theme or some way to make your thing novel Mm -hmm. or interesting or interactive in some way. Yeah. I'm all for that because I studied communications and branding and stuff in school. And I learned that, you know, finding your own individual uniqueness is definitely key. Um, And so Whitney told me about this place. She showed me this place called Grandstaff and Stein. Now, that's a place, a speakeasy type restaurant and lounge, whatever you want to call it, in Richmond. But... It has one unique feature in that, like a real speakeasy, you have to have a password before they let you in. Mm-hmm. And they even have the the opening of the, the lobby of the restaurant, I guess. I don't know if there's a lobby. Just the opening. It's just a bookcase. And you're just like, where's the restaurant when you go in? Yeah, if you're passing by it on the street, it looks like a bookstore. Yeah. Like a very small, tiny, 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 like... Like a mass yeah, small. Like I'm talking about elevator size. TV. We have specialty books and that's it. And it's only what you can see right in front of you in this. Maybe service elevator side. It still is really small to yeah. go in there. Not a lot of but us can fit in there. You would not know there's a restaurant there. Unless you go like at nighttime and you can hear the people behind the. the I can't. I can't even. I didn't hear anything until I got inside. It's very Batman-like, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. So that we got the passwords. Um, I went for a friend's birthday. Uh, Ivy, our friend Ivy. Who was getting married? Her husband actually was the one. Her well, her fiance. <clears throat> hey, you are, hey, <laughs> soon to be husband. Yeah, in October. No, August. Hey, wedding. <laughs> anyway, but he was the one that saw it and it's like, this sounds interesting. Let's go here. And I was so happy that they picked that when they told me about um who can come to mm-hmm. lunch because they came down for some other reason, but because uh, they don't live in Richmond, um, but they're going to be living in Richmond soon after the wedding. And so I was like, how did you know about this place? And I was like, this is a great excuse to go because I'm like, yeah, I get a password. It's all cool. So I have to like go online and search it. And it's almost like interacting with your event yeah. or your outing. And I love that. I think it's cool. Um, the funny thing was, me and Kim Lee had gone there together. Um, and when we got in, we got the password for the day. So I was like, oh, I was very like, <laughs> I got this. You know, I came in there like, the password is blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, no, the password changed. And I was like, what? <laughs> We were like, huh? And they're like, yeah, we changed it everything. And the dinner was a Thursday night, mind you all. <laughs> On the website, it says, this is the password for the week. I, a week, in my mind, is Sunday to Saturday. <laughs> so within the week, which was Thursday, right in the middle there, maybe like two-thirds of the way, that's supposed to still be within the week. But the, uh, Grand Staffingstein, they don't do weeks like that. They do it like, oh, well, Thursday starts a new week. <laughs> And so, right before, like at 3 o'clock, they changed the password every Thursday. Which, what? None of us knew. Like, no single person knew. And so, luckily, she knew that we were coming there for a certain party. Because there was a group of us going to meet there. And, our, and two of our friends had already gone inside. We didn't know how many we were already in, but they, it eventually was two. Our friend Rosie and her sister. And so, she was like, oh yeah, I was just letting you guys know the group. And so she was nice enough. She's like, 
She was nice enough and she let us know what the new password is. Kimmy was looking it up on her phone. Yeah. And I was just like, why would they change the password in the middle of the week? <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> but then they opened the bookcase and she let us in and she's like, I want some cake for letting you guys in. And then she's like, you might want to tell the rest of your group the password. And so luckily, <laughs> my friend Kimmy, she emailed um, our friend Ivy's husband and told everybody else because they all came together. Yeah. Um, so they would be able to get in. But it was so interesting because I was just like, yeah, we got this. I know the password. And then he's like, no, nope, that's not the right one. <laughs> I feel like it might be like I'm imagining the situation. And I'm imagining that episode of Jeopardy where the black guy's on there. And it's like, I forgot what the question was. And it's like, who is ageless? And it was like, it was a pause. Like mm-hmm. the person who uses the buzzer to mm-hmm. tell you whether you're wrong or not was like, WTF? And he was like, no, that's wrong, bro. <laughs> it was Achilles. Mm-hmm. But he said, who Angelus? is Oh! And you can see everybody's expression, including, like, what's his name? Trebek? Is yeah, yeah. Name? Trebek is Trebek his name. Trebek was like, just like, everybody was kind of giving this look. Was it a black dude? Yeah, it was. Damn! <laughs> the pronunciation! And you could tell how oh. embarrassed he was. Because after they buzzed him, you could see his expression, and he looked like he was about this big. Oh my god, they didn't let him get it because he pronounced it wrong. Because it, it was oh, so far Everybody off. knows about Achilles. Come on. What do you mean, Achilles? It was like they were thinking about it because it wasn't, you know, they're pretty immediate with buzzing you. Yes. And it was like, Achilles. Uh, <laughs> I want to see that, yo. That would be funny. Yeah. But that's kind of how I felt. You know what? We'll throw it, um,. Sorry, guys. I didn't get it. She's gonna throw it in, um, in the somewhere on the outline in the show notes. Yeah, on, we'll put it in the, the show notes. Yeah, yeah. But so it was nice and very that. swanky on the inside, you know, very much. And they have like a cigar like patio place, so you can smoke right out there because we had laws against smoking on the inside of restaurants. But it was it's not too big. Um, it was very dim, so they kind of had that. Man, the food wasn't bad. Either. Um, they had something called um Ancini, which is like fried risotto balls. <laughs> but it was really a fried risotto ball, you know. Um, but it risotto was like creamy rice, as you know, with tomato sauce. That was pretty good. Um, I had the tuna. That was okay, actually. I didn't really care for that. Um, but it was good. We all kind of shared and talked. It was really nice. So Grand Staffenstein, I would go again. It's a pretty cool place. And it's the interesting. Just makes it so awesome. It was nice to go through the, you know, the door when the bookcase open. You're like, oh, cool. And then you go inside and it's like secret, but it's not really secret. <laughs> but if you want to go to Grand Staff and Science, especially if you're in Richmond, Virginia, y'all, every Thursday around 3 o'clock, they change the password. So if you're going on Thursday, just know if you saw it like Wednesday night, the password is not going to be the same. <laughs> yeah. And then, um,. My last thing that I'm going to blurt out about was that I had gone to some event by myself that is just something I wanted to do for to build myself up. It was called a Body Positivity Brunch. That sounds wonderful. I love brunch. I, me too. I love brunch as well. And I really want a mimosa. Like, <laughs> I had one for... It was just our, when I talked about my Miami trip, which was like a couple weeks ago. And it'll be a couple weeks before this airs, or after this airs. Oh, no. Wait. After, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, it would be a couple of weeks. And so I was like, I hadn't had mimosa in weeks. Um, So I was just like, you know what? 
I want mimosas. I was happy about the brunch. The food was great, but I, and also I had never done vision boarding. That was the whole point of the thing too. Oh. Everyone talks about making vision boards and all that kind of stuff, and I was like, I've never done this. So it was interesting to me. I got an early bird ticket, and I just went, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. I got rained on trying to get there, trying to find it. <laughs> Like, I, I did not have an umbrella, and so I was completely soaked <laughs> by the time I got to the police. But it was not far from Main Street Station, not far from Grand Staffenstein. Really? What, yeah. What was the place? It was right across from the East Ethiopia, the Ethiopian place, on 17th. Oh, okay. Right where they were having that construction in the middle. Right, right across, anyway. I haven't had reason to be down there in a little bit. Yeah, I've been there, down there a while, oh, a couple times for, for some reason. Um, yeah, to hang out. That's the reason. <laughs> but, um, I had gone there because the girl was, like, she had just done, uh, one of the weight loss surgeries that really helped you lose weight, like the sleeve surgery or something. Mm-hmm. And so she was trying to promote, uh, good body image and all that kind of stuff. And so mm-hmm. it was just something she wanted to make herself. So she literally put the event out there, spent a lot of money out of pocket. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think she gained the money back based on the tickets and stuff. But a lot of girls came. One girl even came, like, from North Carolina. Oh, wow. Shout out to this curvy yogi. Girl, I met her because me and her talked and all that kind of stuff, and she does yoga. Mm-hmm. She's like a plus size girl, but she does yoga and everything, and she wants to just let people know that those kind of people can do yoga. Um, but it was really a nice experience. Um, one of the things that I, one it's it taught me about how venturing out alone can be good. Mm-hmm. It might be like scary at first to do, enter a social situations where you don't know anyone. I feel like I feel like you wouldn't have. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Sorry, people. I feel like you wouldn't have that type of anxiety. I but the thing is, because I'm always social, I always have somebody go with me with something. Mm-hmm. So when I go, I don't mind. I I'm not awkward or anything, mm-hmm. but I'm I am kind of res- I will reserve myself just a little bit while I'm trying to feel out the room and all that kind of stuff. But I am I don't get too nervous, but it's still like oh I would have loved to have a girl with me or something because some people knew some people that were there and then mm-hmm. some people didn't. Some brought their friends, some just came by themselves, mm-hmm. and then they met new people. And so that's what I did. Um, I ended up sitting by myself at a table, and then the lady who was hosting the event, while we were doing the vision board, and then she came and talked to me, and we did our vision boards together. So that was nice, because at first I was just, like, sitting by myself, and I was like, this French toast is bomb, though, you know? <laughs> but um, the, fun, the nice thing was, as soon as we finished the vision boarding, and I got two mimosas, so that was awesome. Well, orange one and an orange pineapple one. Were they good though? The orange pineapple one was much better because I actually put more juice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't need all that champagne. Just put more juice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mix it up. Um, but they were very good. Uh, the first, the second one was better. Uh, but afterward, we got to share our vision boards mm-hmm. and talk, and I got to so many younger. And it was mostly black. It was actually all black. Mm-hmm. But there were so many young black girls that one they were all beautiful. All fantastic. And I was like, why are you guys having issues? Like, I looked at them and I looked at my son and I was like, why are you guys having issues? But it's not really about that. Everybody has issues. Yeah. And so I kind of learned that, um, I mean, one girl was talking about how she had just, like, gotten out of a depression and how she was doing nature. And she, so she made her bored about that. Another one was talking about how she was trying to get more comfortable in her skin to do more things. And another one, like I said, the other girl was talking about the yoga thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so many girls, they're starting their own channels trying to get comfortable with their bodies and trying to be okay with this and that. And it was very positive, you know what I mean? That's like, awesome. encouraging. I went last, and I just, I went last because I was just listening. I was enthralled, and I wasn't finished. <laughs> I was like, let me write some stuff on here. So, since we're sharing, I didn't know you're going to be sharing. 
Um, you didn't have to share if you didn't want to, but most of the girls did share. Uh-huh. Um, and so I just was like, wow, I'm not alone in having my issues or having body issues or having insecurities or, you know, struggling because some of the girls were struggling with different things. Yeah. And they all were able to share that. Um, and I just liked it. And we had I connected with a lot of them. And I was just like, wow, these are strangers. I had never met any of these people. I don't know them from Adam or Eve. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I just liked that. That was something I learned that I kind of picked up. And um, I did do a, a Instagram post about the pictures and everything. And I am going to be posting a video about it on my personal channel of my... Um, I'm going to share board? my vision board. I was about to ask you mm-hmm. if you were going to post it. Yeah, I'm going to post... I posted the picture of the vision board and the pictures already. Uh-huh. But I did a video in my car. <laughs> Once it stopped raining. <laughs> it was raining the whole day. Um, and then I talked more about the, the event and what my vision board meant and all the different pieces on it. Uh-huh. So that was really nice. And I was like, I like vision boarding now. <laughs> what was your kind of vision board mostly about? It was like, the, it was it was really about my loves. Because I didn't bring my own personal stuff, except for a couple magazines where I knew I liked the fashion. Because mm-hmm. they were plus size magazines. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I brought those, but it was just a bunch of magazines. But then I just started putting different things that I saw. And I was like, wow. I was able to put, like different things I was struggling with or trying to work with, uh, different things that I, um, that I liked, uh, different things that I, about me, you mm-hmm. know? And so I kind of put it all together, things that I desired and things I hadn't had yet, you know? So I got to put them all together on this little collage. Mm-hmm. Some people, it was so interesting to have everybody be so different. Some people were more minimalist. Some people had way more things and mm-hmm. I just was going with it. I had no plan of what to do. I was just picking stuff. You know, and I was talking to the, the lady who was hosting the event about different things and like that, like the surgeries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a nice thing to do. I recommend sometimes just if you're really interested in an event, just go for it. Try it. If you're socially awkward, just, you know, be friendly because I do hate awkwardness. I get why these situations can be, you know, ruffle feathers a little bit, especially if you don't know how to talk to people. But I think... It's good for your soul, you know, good for you to meet different people, talk, you know. You It makes you feel like, you know, uh, you're really not alone in what you're doing, <laughs> you know. A lot of them want to do, like, entrepreneurial you're stuff, too. You are not alone. I'm here with you. Though you're far away, I'm here to stay. You are not alone. You are not alone. talk about the one topic then which one royal wedding okay okay Since that's so you guys were up for the topics in blackness we might come up with a different like singing part for that i just i wanted to sound well again like i said we're trying out sound effects so you might come up with a different song well why don't we come up with a different song 
Not those guys. <laughs> anyway, okay. So we have more things, but we're only going to talk about um, the topics in blackness because why? I really want to get to Deadpool. Um, and so what happened this past weekend? The, the royal, royal wedding. wedding. Ooh, it was so beautiful. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> Are you serious? I, you know what? I knew you would not watch it. I'm like, Whitney didn't watch I this I meant to thing. watch it, but I was so... Even I, I missed it the day. I missed it the day of. Because I thought, like, when I got, like, the Twitter notifications, like, you can follow the royal wedding. And I opened up the, uh, the Twitter notification it was talking about, oh, this is all the stuff about the pad and things. And I was like, oh, man, I missed it. But then it was actually mm. the next day, so I didn't miss it. Mm. But then because I thought it was the next day, I missed it anyway. Mm. So yeah. It's still on TV. Like, I watched it this past week. Um, I think I watched it on a Sunday. No, Saturday. No. I watched it recently. I don't know which day. Sunday, Monday, happy day. Are you serious? Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Saturday, what a day. Think we'll not wake with you. Boom, boom, boom. These days are No happy days. Good show. It was a good show. I did love watching that show. Anyway, the royal wedding. Did you find anything about? I didn't watch it, but I just remember my friend telling me about it. He was like, "It was so black." Yes, yes. (laughs) And they just made me love Meghan Markle so much more because I've been watching. I started watching Suits. Mm, um, I want to watch Suits now just because of her. <laughs> yeah, it's on uh, Amazon. They've got like the this like I think every season except for the newest one on there. So my mom watched the season finale of like the newest one because she doesn't care about watching things in order. Anyway, <laughs> okay. <laughs> once I watched that with her, I was like, I must go to the beginning now and figure out everything that ever happened mm-hmm. ever. And I'm like, ah, I really like this show. It's a good show. I'm enjoying it. But I'm like. I I like her character a lot mm-hmm. in suits, but I'm like hearing just how black <laughs> this wedding was made me be like Meghan Markle, you my girl. Yes, she is. Can you imagine? They wrote the, my favorite part. Well, let's count how many blackness is happening right here. <laughs> there was a black preacher. Bing. He preached about Martin Luther King. Bing. And slavery. Bing. And a, a Negro spiritual. Bing. All in like what fifteen minutes, and he was like he preached like with gusto, not like hot and white people yeah, like. I didn't give no bing for the fifteen minutes because that's not how. At least from my, you know, I, I, I'm part of a Baptist church now. Granted, my new church they don't go too too overboard, but my first church that we went to, they, they white and they're royal and they're British. You got hours, and it's like my friend was telling me Lico about how like he was like, all right, y'all. I'm going to be Brie. And she said that everybody black in the audience, when the preacher said, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be Brie, just looked at each other and smiled. Like, Y'all settle in. But Michael, why he was good, though? Like, his speech was, his sermon, or whatever you want to call it, it was so good. Like, I loved it so much. Because they really talked about love, and then fire, and passion, and I'm all about that stuff. I loved it so I much. I loved his preaching. And I loved that they allowed him to come. 
And then they had like, girl, when I saw the black choir, like I'm talking Bing. about dripping in swagoo excellence. They had natural hair, Bing. all sorts of styles, Bing. looking awesome. They sang a choir, like when the night. They have they sang stand by me, stand by me. Are you serious? <laughs> and they sang amen. They didn't show it on TV, but they heard it. Bing. I was like, yo, they going. Okay, and then another blackness was they had a cellist there, and he was black. Amen. Bing. Amen, y'all. <laughs> uh, who else was there? There was a bunch of black celebrities there. Aegis Alba, Oprah, Bing. Bing. Serena Bing. Williams. Bing. Priyanka Chopra, well, she wasn't black, but she's Indian, but she's cool anyway. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, there was so many. And then they also had, like, they had, like, a Dora Milaje, like, person doing one of the prayers. Like, she was a bald head black woman, but she was giving one of the prayers. And I was like, yo, for real? I was so proud of us, like. And her mom was there, and her mom was locked. Bing! Her mom was the only one in her family. Yep. Yes, that was there, and she's black. The, uh, the other side of the family, the who are the Caucasian side, were acting uh, crazy. They all so she was up. like, That's yeah, no, y'all don't get enough life. Y'all go act crazy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was, and leave it to and Harry. her mom came in the limo, because apparently that's not really part of the tradition, but she was like, no. I'm getting my, my limo. My mom is coming in the limo. Wait, wait. To the, yeah. bing, bing, bing. Exactly. You not gonna tell the black girl whose mom has been there for her that my mama can't come with me mm-hmm. in my limo. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You better tell it. You better say it. <laughs> but it was so black. It was so awesome. I love it. Leave it to Harry to do that mess. <laughs> Leave it to Harry. Do and your thing, Harry. Get your was, swirl on. Um, get your swirl on, indeed. And she is a beautiful woman. She's I'm not gonna awesome. lie. I was not impressed with the dress. Like. There's I been a lot of contention. Okay. A lot of people were... Well, that's one of the issues that were... People were... Everywhere I went that Saturday, because I went to the brunch, and then I went to a lunch... A, mm-hmm. a lunch. I went to a dinner for a birthday for... A, a dinner... A birthday dinner for a friend. And we were all... I was meeting different people, so we were all talking about the royal wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I did not like the dress. It was too plain. It was too... So there was a lot of fights. A lot of people were like, yeah, I didn't like her hair. Or yeah, I didn't... So, but Megan, she'd still be, she was so beautiful that she didn't need something too much. But I still would have liked a little more embellishment. The dress just didn't seem like our people, but it's okay. I let it slide. That's her white side. <laughs> that was her white side. But that tiara was like us. That tiara was on fleek, though. It was blinging. It was popping. That was so beautiful. I loved it. And I loved Harry's outfit. He wore black, too. Is that, is that? I'm waiting for a bean. Oh, just for wearing black? Yeah. To a wedding? Is yeah. that not what they usually do? Oh, no. Because they usually wear the uniform. The, mm-hmm. oh, William, bing. yes, William had a William had a red one on. He wore the red jacket. Mm-hmm. But he wore a black one. Bing, and bing. I liked it. It was you so get awesome. It. You get it, Harry. You know what? We're sending your black card in the mail. Yes, on the way. If you haven't received it already, please call customer service if it's gotten mm-hmm. lost in transit. Harry, you are now on the same level as what? Eminem. Okay. <laughs> you gets the black card because why you brought a preacher you made so many white British people uncomfortable <laughs> oh lord you see their faces they're like we're not used to someone talking in this tone with such passion in the church <laughs> oh, I loved it in the choir they were just I could count the hairstyles that I saw but they look so good all of them look so beautiful and I was like black excellence up in here bing 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 Anyway, y'all, so the wedding gets a great, great, great thumbs up. Oh, snap. What happened? I was trying to look for, I was Google searching Meghan Markle's dress, and the first thing that came up is the Princess Meghan bride doll 
my mom collects dolls. Mm. I know daggone well that Danbury Mint is going to send my mom a mailer <laughs> with a picture. Like, oh, don't you think that Martin Luther King and Nelson Mandela and Michelle Obama look awfully lonely? Don't you think they need Meghan Markle, <laughs> the Duchess of, what is she? Wait, your mom already has those? Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Don't you think they need the Duchess of whatever she her title is? There? Oh, du- she's now the Duchess of Sussex. Don't you think they need the Duchess of Sussex hanging out with them <laughs> to complete their little their little powwow? Mm-hmm. And they gonna get her too? Yeah, she probably will. Cause I knew they would go get her. I'm surprised she don't have Obama yet. Because mm. when they said her Michelle, I was like, oh, they know they're wrong. <laughs> Cause they know exactly who their target market is. Mm. She's like, oh. Michelle does look awfully lonely without her. <laughs> <laughs> and your mom will buy it. I'm going to buy that doll, too. I'm going to buy it. Or it's just going to be like, oh, I got a birthday coming up. Y'all know that they got a Meghan Markle. Mom, don't be mad. Don't be mad. You just, don't throw your mom so much shit. <laughs> I'm not throwing shit. I'm being real. I know, I'm but real. people love I it. I really expect that it. at some point within the next one to two years, there's yeah. going to be a Duchess of Sussex doll in my mom's collection. <laughs> uh, one last point I want to make about the wedding was that um, I was listening to the preacher's uh, interview of him because he had, done, he had become so famous that Saturday Night Live, after watching the wedding, on their final episode, like, changed things up and wrote a sketch for Keenan to do to pretend to be him their weekend update. And so I was like, yo, they got on that quick. <laughs> but the preacher, he was talking about how their their love and their relationship is, like, such a thing for the modern era. It bringing it together so many people, so many different things. Because if you look at the monarchy, like, one, Megan has so many strikes against her. For usual people that are come from the royal family, married to the royal family. I don't think the dress is bad. It's not bad. It's just not great. I just, it's too plain for me, my taste. I think mean, she's got enough beauty that she doesn't need like a whole lot. And, but yes, oh my she God. does. Anyway, Harry, let, me, let me finish my point. Harry, you are so lucky that Megan snatched you up. Because oh my God. That black, that black captain's uniform is all, I would have told you up. Oh my gosh. Okay. Are you done with me? Are you done? <laughs> He does look quite <laughs> handsome. Okay. He was. And I do think he's the more good looking of the two. I would agree. Like when they were younger, you know, the Bill was always very pretty. But, but now like, Harry is the bomb.com. Oh, yes. And he's not at balding as much. <laughs> I need a ginger and gingers are cute. Anyway. But the point I was trying to make. Yeah. The point I was trying to make was that uh, if you look at her, the strikes again, in the history of the monarchy, they like. Do not let people... You're watching The Crown now, so you will see this and you know. Like, her uncle, the, Queen Elizabeth's uncle, had the same issue where he wanted to marry an American that was divorced, you know, and they did not allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. She was divorced, like, three times. And they were like, but he loved her, and so he advocated the throne for that. Margaret wanted to marry uh, the aide. He was also divorced. Mm-hmm. They would not allow her to do that, and that's the Queen's sister. She was the Queen's sister, and they would not allow her to marry him. But for Harry... De- generations later, for Harry to get, she he got a black woman. She's half black. She's an actress. She is American and divorced. She, all those things that they don't like, they were fine with it. This would be like the Bridget Jones jellyfish. Yes. <laughs> I was like, and then he brought all of you together. Like, it was just, it's a great thing to see what love can do. And that's what the pastor was talking about. Power of love. And I loved it. 
So, you know, that's it for for topics of blackness. So now we are going to get into Deadpool. Deadpool. Alright, first things first. Do we want to talk about how bad our movie experience was? Let's just skip over it. Because we're already running pretty far. Okay, alright. AMC Dining 10, you guys would really effed up on us that day, but we're gonna let yeah, it slide. You guys need to work forgive. on your customer service. We forgive you. Because y'all wouldn't have even tried to do anything if we hadn't brought it up. I mean, come on now. Alright, so what is yeah. your impression of Deadpool? Like, what do you want to read it? It's hard <laughs> for me to read it considering that I missed a chunk. Yeah. With all that was happening when me we too. were at the AFC diet. But oh, anyways. wait. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Spoilers. 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 This is your time. Spoilers. This is your opportunity to go away if you have not watched Deadpool 2. Cut off now. After this. We cannot help you. Okay. Now. <laughs> all right. Now, how would you how would you rate the movie overall from what we did see? We did see a good bit of it. Mm-hmm. It was just the beginning chunk that was like mess- missing. I would give it a seven point five or eight. That's decent. Mm-hmm. I would say it was seven point five. Because mm-hmm. it, it was, was really hilarious. Uh, yeah, I did. it was it was cool. I really loved. Um, I really love Domino. Yes, yes. Was Wasn't awesome. she great? She was good. There were so many new characters in this one. There were. Um, I can't even remember them all, considering a lot of them died. But. Yeah, that's true. Exorce. Force. <laughs> How about No Force? Because you all died, and that was actually Deadpool's fault. It's more like I Force now, or V Force, because like if you look at the little things, like oh, that one's gone, that yeah. one's gone, so it's just a V. Oh, sorry, like. But, yeah, just half of it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I really enjoyed this one even more so than the last one, though. To be honest with you, I liked it. I feel like I need to see it again to really determine because I hate when I miss any part of a movie. Me too. That's why I'm going back. I hold my pee, okay? I hold my pee so I don't miss a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't know. This might, this might, yeah, like I said, I need to see it again to say if I think this It might have been an 8 to me, actually. Not 7.5. I was doing 8. Yeah, I think it Because it was solid. Yeah, it was pretty solid. I really enjoyed it. And oh my god, it was just hilarious. This isn't one where we're going to do deep analysis, you guys, because mm-hmm. it's Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool. It's pretty <laughs> crass and rude and crude and all the stuff the first oh one god, was. The except legs. there's not as many naked babies. I mean, not naked babies. Naked boob parts in this one. There is naked baby legs. Anna, you know that you did see that, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, did I miss that? He really opened his. They had done a whole scene where they were just talking about. He was just he, well. Deadpool had been cut in half, ripped in half actually by Juggernaut, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh! And so I was like, oh. so he was regrowing his legs <laughs> and well, his bottom part, including you know. The twig and berries. So. Mm-hmm. so he was just like out. And he was like, I have growing pains. And I was like, <laughs> he had oh, no pants. Like, no. like, no, no. pants. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then they did like a whole Sharon Stone thing with the open your legs so you can see the cooch. And this time it was strong. And I was like, whoa. It was a glimpse, you guys. It was so quick. But it was like twice. I didn't see him. I saw it once. It was like twice. Oh, man. That's me. I wasn't looking very well. You have to watch it again. But I was like, yo, for real. But that's that's Deadpool anyway. 
But <coughs> this movie was so funny to me. I enjoyed it actually much more than I enjoyed the first one. The first one was pretty good. But the first one was just off putting to me because I did not expect to be as raunchy and everything <laughs> as it was. It just threw me aback because it's like, whoa, this is Marvel. Then I learned later on it was Fox. And I was like, oh. Well, it's still Marvel, but you know, Fox did the movie. Mm-hmm, but it wasn't along the lines of the family friendly kind of movies yeah, that they had. Yeah, it's not Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, because those ones are pretty PG. Like, you can watch them without any problems. Yeah. There's no, there's not a lot of stuff PG-13. in there right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PG-13, you're right, because there is violence. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I did like this one because, um, one was the story. One, I I did not even know, I was watching an interview of Ryan Reynolds on the Graham Norton show, mm-hmm. which is the British show, and he was talking about how it took him so long to get the Deadpool movies done, and how he had been trying to get the movie done for, like, ten years. And I was like, really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Ryan Reynolds himself? Since I guess since he played that character in the, in the X Men, no, in Logan, no, oh, in, uh, Wolverine's origin story. That's movie. right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I guess like, it's been that long to like get the natural. He had a script and then he was just sitting on the shelf <laughs> in the Fox executive's <laughs> office. We're like, yeah, we'll just put that on the back burner for now. <laughs> so he was heavily invested in this, uh-huh. and so he actually had. I looked at the credits because I always do. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, has writing credits, executive producing credits, all that kind. I was like, so he wrote some of the script too. He really did. That's awesome. It's and I, one of the features about Deadpool is how he always breaks the fourth wall and it's talks so, to it's us. So meta. It's so. It's so. But I love it. I one know. of the things we like was all the zingers, this references and the lines. What was your favorite one? Um, I love the one where um he doesn't have any like his pa- they put the collar on him that like suppresses mutant his power. His power, yeah, but he almost he was, died. <laughs> well, there was like a couple times that the collar got put on him, but like at one point he makes a zinger. He was like, "Give me a." He was like, "I don't have any powers, man. Give me a bow and arrow, and I could be Hawkeye." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh snap!" Oh, snap. I know. And I, there was a one zinger. I don't remember what scene it was, but there was one where he was talking about it's trying to Beyonce and be like saying, "Don't cheat on me," and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Oh, that was cool. Did you hear that one? I did hear that I one. I was like, dang, Beyonce got those machine. And he, maybe he was calling somebody like, like baby Kushner or something. Like, Ivanka was Trump's husband. I was like, oh my God. or should I call him Mr. Trump? I didn't know I'm joking. Uh, but it was so many lines. I could, I just couldn't even pick. That was, was probably my favorite one. At one point, he made like a reference to Thanos. Yes, he yeah, did. Josh Brolin. He, it's so funny. He called him Thanos too <laughs> because Josh Brolin not only plays Thanos but he played Cable oh, yeah. in this one. And so I was like, "Oh my god, did he really just do that?" <laughs> oh, it was great. So Ryan Reynolds, you get props because you wrote a really funny ass script. Like, this was funny. hilarious. Hilarity ensued, and I love like the the cameo appearances. By some of the characters. Because mm-hmm. you know in the first movie, he's talking about, like, he goes to the expansion and it's just it's like Colossus empty. and Sonic <laughs> Teenage Warhead there. And he's like, this is a really big mansion. Why are there only ever the two of you here? <laughs> so this time, he, like, tries to blow himself up and they take him back to the mansion to, like, get him mm-hmm. all healed up and stuff. And he's like, so... Second movie, we couldn't get any more X-Men, you guys. We still can't get any more X-Men. Yeah. And he's talking about it, and they're walking through the halls of the X-Mansion, and they pass by a door, and as they pass by, you can see Beast, and he, like, creeps up to the door and slides it. And, it. and there are other people in there, but I couldn't really glimpse who else, like, actual characters mm-hmm. that people would know from X-Men, but definitely you saw Beast. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you get, like a, like, a quick glimpse, like, 
Uh, oh, there's a word character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but they were only there for like two seconds. Yeah. So they really were <laughs> And you got Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. at the very end because they were mm-hmm. doing like the scene from, uh, was it Origins? It was from Origins. From Origins. So they had Hugh Jackman right at the end there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he was referring to, he was like, oh, he was like, that bastard. Mm. That bastard Wolverine. He died. He was like, but you know what? I'm gonna die in this movie too. In the beginning, they actually had him like that was the first shot. Like the first yeah. shot, it was like a. It began uh, in meteor rays, guys. Mm-hmm. Meteorator. Yeah, and that means in the middle of things. Yeah. And so it was basically like a paperweight or like a a little dust statue thing that showed Wolverine like with a <laughs> with a stick going through his heart or something. I was like, well, well you just kind of set it up like this is the kind of movie that you're watching. <laughs> okay, so it's, first things first. I was very sad that the girlfriend died because one, she's a ride or die. Because after seeing what he looked like out without the mask on, after what we know Ryan Reynolds to look like beforehand, I was just like, ooh, I don't know if I could do that. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, it might be that good, but I don't know if I could do that. And she's a ride I gotta, I gotta talk about that. Where it's like when they were talking about it having a kid, and she, and he was like, oh. Let me go grab the dildo. She's like, that's not how it works, but we can give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you need to pump some swimmers in me. <laughs> I was like, okay. And I love how they kept bantering back on forth about the baby's name. And she's like, we're not going to name him Todd. Yeah. We're not going to name him this. And they're like, trust it with a K. Oh, no, too strippy. Well, Kevin, also too strippy. <laughs> but, but yeah, then she I think died. her name is like Morena Baccarin. I don't know. I mean, but I love awesome. that actress. I like because she's also in Gotham. Mm. Is Gotham getting continued or are they canceling? I'm so upset because Fox canceled Lucifer. Mm. My and I love that show. And it's like at a point where it's like one of those pivotal points where it's like you can't cancel it. At least wrap it up. Anyway, are they continuing Hulu like a lot of shows do when they get canceled from the uh, network? I haven't heard anything about that yet. I only recently found out that they canceled. Um, Lucifer. They are doing two episodes from what was going to be the fourth season, but that's it. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, these two episodes better be some wrap up episodes because mm-hmm. I don't want these strange hanging out yeah. like a frayed carpet. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, I she's really I really like the character she plays in Gotham. So I just I like, like her this character actress. in this movie too. What was her name? Anne? Anne? No. Rachel? No. Anne? I think something. Anyway. I was pissed that she died, and I had a feeling yeah, that that was going to be the problem. she was so cool. I loved her. Because he went around slicing and dicing, like, this movie, not going to lie, this is a gory movie. Like, Kill Bill has nothing on this. <laughs> and I thought Kill Bill was the goriest thing I had ever seen. Yeah, when, when Jugger died, like, just... Ripped him in half. Oh, I gotta talk about it. That scene where he's like, Deadpool, like, Juggernaut comes out, and Deadpool's like, oh my god, it's Juggernaut! I love Juggernaut, I'm such a fan. And then afterwards, like, he's when he's like regrowing his legs for being ripped apart, he's like, you should never meet your heroes. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much, so much funny. Like, the fight scenes were just a lot. When he teabags Cable. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He did. He was like, and then just slow mo too. He was like, in his battle plan that was drawn in crown, Mm -hmm. and he was like, 
oh, it's like, uh, there's a wind advisory today. And mm-hmm. then when everyone gets killed because they're like, and Paris, I think Donovan like, was telling him that and he was not listening. He was like, who knew? It's like, she was like, literally everyone. Yeah, and they all like flew into something that like killed them. Killed them. Except for, what's his name? Except Peter. for Peter. Peter landed okay, but he was trying to help the guy with the like acidic barf. barf <laughs> yeah. Who one flew into a wood chipper or like a garbage <laughs> cruncher or something. Yeah, I think something. it was a wood chipper. It was a wood chipper, right? He flew into that. <laughs> so he was ground up and then he's like, I'm helping you. I got you. Then the dude vomited all over Peter and the acid just burned him up. <laughs> and I was like, what the F is this? <laughs> and then there was like, uh, what is it? The Vanisher? The Vanisher, who was really there. And we weren't sure it was actually there or not because the tower was like invisibility. And when they're interviewing, it's like, the Vanisher, he's like, he's not actually here, is he? He's like, he might be right. We're like, is this person really here? But then you see them jumping out of the par- the mm-hmm. train, uh, the plane with the parachute. And then, like, the pack actually does jump out. You're like, there's actually somebody here. Yeah, I Honestly, that was a joke. But then it was like, um, I thought it was a joke. But then he, when he flew into the power line and, like, electrocuted, you actually saw someone. I was like, whoa. And then Terry Crews, who was in the movie for, like, a little bit. But I was like, hey, Terry, you're in here? He was bedroom. What happened to Terry? He the flew bus. into a bus yeah. and died. And I was like, oh my. Domino was literally the only one that survived. And the only, well, she really is lucky. So. Yeah. I love Domino. Domino was fantastic. Yeah, awesome. And she had a wicked ass fro. Enviable, because Whitney knows one of my things is I really want a big fro. <laughs> like, I want it to be real and I want it to be big. So I've been trying to grow my hair out just to get it. It's not there. The shrinkage is real, but I love natural hair. But the shrinkage is real. <laughs> Stretching takes too much effort. What's that one that you sent to me? Uh, was it Shaquanta? I don't know anybody named Shaquanta. No, no, no. It was a video <laughs> on, on Facebook that you sent to me. Um, it's like a BuzzFeed video. Mm. The black girl on, on like the BuzzFeed. Oh, um, what's her name? She's a big fro? She doesn't have a big fro. She's like... It's her... One of the like uh, miniseries that they did, it was like mm-hmm. her and these two guys. Oh yeah, I'm broke right. That was yeah. The, oh, what was dead. her name? Such a young. Oh, she's famous on BuzzFeed right now. Keisha. I feel like it's not Keisha though. The little one. She's little, right? Yeah, yeah. Her she's fro's not, not even that big. No, I'm not talking about her fro. I'm talking about the one. Uh, like it's not even like a full episode. It's like a clip mm-hmm. where it's got the she's natural, mm-hmm. but it's got the relaxer box, and she's at the hair store. Mm-hmm. And there's a relaxer box that's talking at her. It's like I can't remember what her name is, but it's like calling her name, mm-hmm. and she was like, "No, no, you you're good for a little while, but then you like break up, you know, it's break up your hair." But it's just hilarious because it's like the relaxer box talking mm-hmm. to <laughs> No relaxers. I'm not for relaxers. <laughs> they are dangerous. Stop using them. Anyway. <laughs> but um, one, I love Domino's Fro. And I just loved her in general. Well, can we talk about the new characters that we saw? Domino is one of them. Yes. She's um, my favorite. Unfortunately, X-Force did not last that long. So yeah. they were there for like a hot second. But they all well, died. they might make a comeback. You know, Wait, we talk about the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we'll talk about the end later. But um, can we get into the, like the theme of the family thing? I liked that. It that was, cool. was like, I don't know if you can still call this a family movie, but it's definitely not a family movie. He was saying that this is more family friendly. Edge of NC seventeen. He was saying that this is more family friendly, and I was like, what? <laughs> what? Can you really? 
but I like that it was about building a family. Yeah. And I like that the main story of this was just trying to save a kid. Mm-hmm. One, I just big up to him because this, this is like a really hefty kid. And so he was talking about plus size heroes. Like they were talking about suits when they both got caught and it was sent to mutant jail. Yeah. They put the collars on both of them. And the kid was trying to escape because he was in, like, one of those asylums that basically tortured mutants mm-hmm. um, instead of helping them. Mm-hmm. And he was from New Zealand, and I love New Zealand and the yeah, accent. cute and little accent. He looked like he could have been, like, one of the Maori people or something, like a mix or whatever. Yeah, I just love his little accent. Fake gangsterness. He was always trying to be fake. And he, I mean, not fake. He was always trying to be gangster <laughs> and talk about all this stuff. <laughs> and he had his ass pen. He's like, his penny kept in like, his ass. It's like I'm Tupac and your ice cube. And he's like number one, number one rule of uh, of jail. You gotta get in with the big guys. And he's like, but uh, Deadpool's like, no, don't. I'm not your friend. It's just so funny. But that little kid was so, and I like to give him props because he was talking about the suits thing, and he's talking about how oh, I can't get, a, I can't be a superhero. And you know, they ever make plus size suits, and I was like, I feel you, I feel you, get it. But I like that he was in here. Um, and he was like, the main story was trying to help this kid because later on, because of what happens to him and all this stuff, he was going to grow to be a huge killer and he was going to kill some people that came from the future and they're like, you need to be stopped because I don't want you to kill my family. Mm-hmm. And so I like that this whole movie was uh, trying to save this kid now in the present while, you know, and then it was about family and belonging and all that kind of stuff. And that but that was the nice underbelly, even though there was definitely more debauchery happening <laughs> and fighting and bloodiness, but it, it had cause and purpose, and I liked it a lot. I did too. Yeah. I liked that part. And I liked Russell, because there's just, I anybody with a New Zealand accent, just holler at me. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was, he was like adorable. It's like Brit, Brit for Five of Conquerors. Brit Jermaine. Jermaine. <laughs> Mary. Mary. <laughs> I can't do an Australian or a New Zealand accent very well, oh, but I can try. Let's talk about Bupinder's uh, uh, delusions of grandeur. Oh my gosh! Assassin. Can we also big up to the uh, diversity as well? So you do have like one of the New Zealanders. I don't think he was white. He's definitely one of the mixed with uh, indigenous peoples. I don't know. It definitely looks like he was. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and you have Domino, who was in the comics supposed to be white, but she was black in this one, and I liked her this way. Um, and then you also had Bupinder, who like keeps trying to be a, a hero or just or a killer, really. Assassin. He wants to be an assassin. <laughs> he aspires to that. And I was like, Bupinder, no. I love the scene where they were in the car and he was playing Indian music. This is how much Bollywood I know and watch, guys. I, I, I was sitting next to Whitney in the theater while we were watching this. And I was listening to the song, and they were actually fighting about this, like arguing in the car about the song. Cable wanted them to turn the song down. And Deadpool was like, no. We're not doing that. I was like, Whitney, I know where the song came from. It's from a Shah Rukh Khan movie. <laughs> if you don't know, Shah Rukh Khan is like the, I don't want to call him Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise because he's he's just bigger than that. I don't know. Think of the biggest Tom Hollywood Hanks. song. Wait, let's go with that because he's just bigger than that. But he's like a big Bollywood star internationally. He's like one of the kings of Bollywood. And I love him. He's my favorite actor I in Bollywood. And honestly, I like his acting in general. Like, Better than some of these American Hollywood people. <laughs> but he's a great actor. But it was one of, from one of his movies that I had seen several times. So I knew the song. And I was like, oh my God, I know that movie. It's like this. <laughs> and he's like, well, uh, really? <laughs> but I love that they were like, no, keep that music on. <laughs> oh, my God. And I love his like, references. He, he, he tried. He kept calling Cable racist. 
because one of the guys from jail, he was a white guy, mm-hmm. but his name was like Black Tom or something yes, like yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. And he was like, you killed Black Tom, you're racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so crazy. And then, of course, we had Juggernaut in there who just added some mix of, wow, what do you want to call it? Just, just extra. <laughs> he added extra to the chaos. <laughs> you're like, Really? I was wondering what that big, and I could not imagine it was going to be him. Yeah, I guess I should have, I don't know. I was I was imagining someone like kind of almost animalistic. I didn't mm-hmm. think, you know, just based on size, I should have gone straight to Juggernaut, but I was, for some you reason, know. because he was behind the door, I keep going to all of these sci-fi movies where it's some type of like beast thing that comes mm-hmm. out, and it's like, you know, some animal. And I was like, okay, so they had taken up some... Well, I knew it, was, it really wasn't the Beast because they probably couldn't afford him. But at the same time, I was just like, who was in there? Because and the kid... that big. Yeah, that's also true. The kid was going there and then no, we couldn't see who was behind. He was like, he was kept in the real big cell, like the big boss. And that nobody went towards him, but the kid did. Mm-hmm. So the kid and him was, you know, struck a rapport and everything. And especially since, uh, well, I'm not gonna lie, Deadpool kind of like made the kid go towards him because Deadpool was like, I'm not answering, I'm not gonna defend him. Because Cable came into the jail, kind of freed them all, but not freed them all, but he kind of did. By way of all of his destruction, he just yeah, like yeah, he just passed the destruction and then people were like out and stuff. And so well, he was really trying to get at Russell. Mm-hmm. Deadpool was trying to help a Deadpool what he had the collar on, so he was really just like a dying cancer man. It was so bad. <laughs> he looked terrible, and I was just like, ugh. <laughs> he kept getting bruised on top of his already bruised face. <laughs> like, oh no. Um, but it came came in there, and, and like we still just didn't know who the big guy was. And then when he came, out, I was like, oh my god, it's Juggernaut. That's cool. Um, who else did we like? So we liked Russell, and I liked that they were able to get to him, you know, to yeah. calm the rage down. Because he was just an angry kid because of he what was, had happened to him. He was yeah, tortured. he was extremely abused. Yeah. That's and, you know, um, from what I uh, read about, you know, people who are abused, a lot of times the cycle just continues. So. Mm-hmm. They abuse others, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, the fury and the anger, they have to channel that out some other way. And so he was on the warpath, really. Of becoming that, um, because as soon as he got out, he was like, "I'm going to go to that place and I'll kill the headmaster that tortured me and everything." And it's like, not a good bride. But luckily, let's talk about Deadpool's moral compass. Yes, <laughs> like when let's he's like, about he's about to like try to put the the little boy down because like the whole police force is there trying to contain the situation, mm-hmm. and he's all ready to like, dude, this kid is getting on my. When head. he was an X Force uh, X Men trainee, yeah, <laughs> and then he's like, uh, did this these dudes hurt you? Like, yeah, he's like, which one? And he points mm-hmm. to the two, the two dudes, and then he just takes the sword and, like, and just, just, or was it the gun? Did he shoot it was the sword. He he tried to shoot them, but he did just take a sword to one of them. Like, he threw like, it at the white guy that yeah. did something. Was it through to his him. neck or through his head? It was through his head. Okay. Yeah, and just killed him in front of all, like, the police force yes. and everybody. And Colossus like, was like, what have I been saying about being a hero? You don't kill unnecessarily. And Deadpool was like, F that. <laughs> And the Colossus like, that's exactly why they're set in place. So the people won't break the opposite of what rules are there yes. for. <laughs> I like that Colossus uh, looking Colossus spread. is so terribly put upon. Yeah. A big dude can fight, but he's just so gentle, giant on the inside. Dude. And Deadpool is not that at all. It's so funny. Like, the Deadpool movies, he's never, like, in the flesh. 
Because, like, in, like, the X-Men movies, you see him as, like, you know, mm-hmm. he can go, he can he switch can go back and forth. But they yeah. kept him as, and I guess it was easier, because you could just CGI. I think Deadpool even said, he yeah. comes a CGI fight. Like, Juggernaut versus Colossus. Versus Colossus. I'm telling you, you gotta, I would love to just write down all the zingers. Like, I mean, he went all over the place. That Beyonce one threw me. Like, I was like, <laughs> was that's like, the one I, I caught snap. on to. I was, I was like, yo, snap. Beyonce, they're coming for you, yo. They're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, don't cheat on me. I was like, oh. <laughs> um, oh, man. Um, oh, man. What else was good about the movie? Yeah, Definite Shade. Um, Okay. What did you think? I'm not gonna lie, I thought Cable was going to be the new villain. But he didn't turn out to be villainous, really. He had a purpose for coming. He's like an anti-hero. Yeah. Aren't they all anti-heroes? Not Colossus. Except not for the, Sonic I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the Deadpool side. That's not the X-Men side. That's so long of a name. <laughs> Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Is that her? Yeah. Oh, is that her name? Yeah. Is there a shortened version? No. <laughs> that's where I do Deadpool call her like you call- he, well the only time he actually like called her by name he was like Negasonic Teenage longest name ever mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah that was oh, that was funny every time he like talked to Yuki cause Negasonic Teenage Warhead has a girlfriend in this movie mm-hmm. and he's like every time he talks to her he's like you know biting sarcasm and stuff and he's like hi Yuki hi and she's always like hi hi She's just cute. I know. It's so funny. And she she was like, she, uh, Nega, Negasonic, Negasonic? Nega. Negasonic Warhead. You mean Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Teenage Warhead. Is she not going to stay a teen forever? I'm like, yeah, I was thinking about that while we were watching the movie. I'm like, but what happens when you blow up, though? So Negasonic, like, mature woman Warhead? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm going to have to get an acronym for that. Like, Nega. And, and see, already, you can't put those two consonants together. Like, you just can't. Nissa, Nissa, No, I don't know. Anyway, NSTW. NSTW. Yeah, let's just call her that. Yeah, that's gonna be hard for me to remember. I know. Me too. That's <laughs> not, it's not even short. Like at least three. You know. What do you call her? Uh, the first movie he, he called, called her like her a Twilight Baby or something. I don't know. It was so funny. Oh man! But this movie was definitely gory, y'all. There's a lot of slicing and dicing. Yeah. I did not, like... But it is a Deadpool movie, so, I mean, you guys saw the first one. You know yeah, you're never going to be Yeah, y'all know what's up. Can we talk about the, um... I think there was something in there that I wanted to talk about. No, wait. I was talking about Josh Brolin as... How do we like Josh Brolin as Thanos versus Cable? Well, That's I mean, what it's, I'm into. as Thanos, I feel like he... There was so much, a lot of CGI on him. Mm-hmm. Because, like, looking at his face... And Deadpool as Cable and looking at his face, I wouldn't have known mm, that that was him. Mm. So, but you sorry. see more of his face and more of his body. Yeah. And as Cable. Yeah. And he wasn't like trying to like kill the world. <laughs> he was actually trying to right or wrong. Um, Cable was in Deadpool, as opposed to Thanos, who just was like had his god complex of like I'm gonna save the world by killing half of it. That's right. <laughs> this makes sense. Yes, and it did not. <laughs> Well, actually, to be honest, it does make sense, but it's like troll logic. Yeah, it doesn't really, because you just, you don't have ownership it's over logical, life. It's logical, but not reasonable. I guess so, whatever. <laughs> um, but I liked him, I guess I liked Cable, 
Because he wasn't trying to kill half the world. <laughs> and Cable ended up being a, a actual, like, he turned around and joined the team. And he actually took one for the team. He sacrificed himself to save, like, bring Wade back from from the dead. Cause well, he didn't Deadpool, exactly sacrifice him. He sacrificed... His, his home and family. Yeah, exactly. You're right, the whole I'm sorry. reason for him even coming there, he sacrificed that. Because he, well, no, he didn't sacrifice it. Because... I guess it was it was really really unselfish of him because that's what I mean. It's very altruistic. Because if you don't get to, I mean, he knew that they were alive and well, but if you don't get to be with them, that to me is just like really selfless. Because mm-hmm. it's like because you really just want to make sure home. that they were okay. Mm-hmm. You only have one more little time juice left, and the little time turner. I'm calling it that because I don't know what the word is, and I know time turners from Harry Potter. But I mean, you could still try. He just doesn't really have that much control. He could be lost in. I think you really just did that. <laughs> you really just did that. <laughs> but I guess it's more like time. Yeah, but I thought that that was nice. Sacrificing. Because he was like the dad of the group now. Like, Deadpool. He was like the the main family unit. Because um, if you look at the movie, he kept trying to get back to the woman that he lost. I'm so mad. I can't blanking on the name. But the girlfriend who we love so much. I love her. I'm so mad I that they killed her, her off. But I think she's not dead now, since with his whole traveling in time. And yeah, what was up with that? So in, when he traveled, because then they got the... Vanessa. Vanessa, there we go. They got her to fix the... the they got Negasonic Teenage Warhead to fix the... And, uh... The time turner thingy. And Yuki. And so then, at the end of the movie, he used it and was doing all this stuff. He even threw some shade at himself, Ryan Reynolds. He saw the Green Lantern. It was like, one of the scenes was like, holding up the Green Lantern script. And then it was like, <laughs> sliced. And there was blood all over it. And I was like, dang. And I'm sorry. I still liked Green Lantern. I did. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I actually liked Green Lantern as well. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. And I would have loved it to okay. flesh Yuki, out more. Yuki, oh. Almost like, uh, Rufi, oh. What's that from? You never saw Hook? With Robin yeah, Williams, but I don't remember that. I don't and there was like the guy with the red and black hair. His name was Rufio, but every time mm. like it was like Rufio. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> dude, you gotta watch. I did see that movie, but I just don't remember that particular thing. I liked that. That's one Robin Williams. You yeah, said. I did like that one. That one was good. It was good, but um, I, I can't remember. Don't remember like like. I don't remember that particular like reference. Rufio. That's all. Oh man, okay. Yeah, your brain just. Better at holding all that. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy filming out in current events. <laughs> He's like, no, the past is better. <laughs> um, what else? Um, oh yeah, I liked about um one of the nice, softer, and more deep moments was in it. Basically, it really wasn't Deadpool's time to leave. Mm-hmm. It was almost like his purpose wasn't done. Like that's yeah. what I was seeing. In the fact that he did die, but because he said he sacrificed himself to show Russell that he can have family, you know, and he didn't want him to, to kill anyone, and so he basically like took a bullet and with the collar on, so that he would end up dying. <clears throat> and then he was all psyched because there was a dream sequence after Vanessa died where he was trying to reach her, and there was a force field, right? Because why he was still alive and she was dead, and so. Um, at the end of the movie, when he actually did die, or towards the end, um, he was trying to get through and talk with her and be with her and all that kind of stuff. And then Cable comes up with this uh, plan. He's like, you know, I'm going to use my little time turner juice. I'm sorry, Harry Potter. But I'm going to use a little time turner. And I'm never, instead of me going home after having everything fixed, mm-hmm. 
his family being alive since Russell has now become a you know raging pyromaniac. <clears throat> he uses that and he saves Cable uses it and saves um Deadpool. And Deadpool's like trying to he's like, Oh, it's not your time. Vanessa will tell you it's not your time. And that just kinda made me think about how, you know, if you really have purpose and stuff, it's like death will not stop your purpose. You know, it's like I don't know, that's just some spiritual thing that I was thinking of after reflecting on that. And I liked that how he had purpose even within this group of mot- this motley group of people. Like <laughs> crazy as it was, they were a family. I yeah. noticed how Russell did not go on the bus because there was a bunch of other kids in that uh in that asylum. Mm-hmm. And I hate asylum type places. Like I watched me like mystery things that that do those, but I honestly hate them. Yeah. Because they were just so messed up. Like you know what I mean? What happens in them are so messed up. Um so the kids were also there. And then Domino's like, I need a bus. And of course a bus came because she needed it. <laughs> she's that lucky. Mm-hmm. And but the X-Men took the kids, the other kids, why well, to Xavier's place. But Russell Which didn't go with like, them. Like, why 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 wouldn't they be there Well, I guess if they're they had no parents, they were mm-hmm. the parents to be like, Hey, I think this will be a good place for my child to grow and to become a well rounded and developed person mm-hmm. who's not traumatized. Yeah. But because the whole stigma is still that mutants are not liked, they're very much to be feared in this. The the I'm gonna say and the apparently the there is no oversight whatsoever over this particular like mutant orphanage because mm-hmm. aren't there supposed to be people to like inspect these places? What they do, they lie. They lie, yo. They that lie. That is true because we have we have the the things for regular for human children. Well, yeah. In the real world, mm-hmm. and this stuff still happens. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stuff still happens. So they took all the other kids, but they didn't take Russell. So Russell's part of the family, you know, um, and he stayed with them and stuff. And I liked that he was like, okay, they needed Deadpool, you know. Mm-hmm. And I guess Cable's just gonna hang around and just, you know, see if I guess witness how the world becomes what it was. Try to his prevent time. it from becoming the crap place that it ended up being his world's future mm-hmm. but i think it's also interesting because like fyi you guys who like know cable's actually the son of cyclops so scott mm-hmm. summers and um because his name is nathan summers actually uh so the son of cyclops and i at first i was saying gene gray but that's actually not correct he's the son of scott summers and madeline Pryor, who is a clone of gene gray which is why i thought it was gene gray so mm, that's weird and messed up how did I clone her? I think it was something to do with like the Hellfire days, because there was mm. like in the I don't know if you remember in the cartoon there was like the Hellfire Club with all mm. these villains and stuff, and mm. they were doing villainous things. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, how would the how did they even like look like how did they anyway? <laughs> there's nothing that's beyond fathomable. That's there's nothing unfathomable in the in the comic world, <laughs> the comic book world. Like I just noticed that there's all this craziness can happen. Nothing you can do that can't be done. Yeah. Nothing you can sing that can't be sung. All you need is love. He totally missed a line. Because <laughs> I don't know all that. Love is all you need. <laughs> Pretty much. And, and I feel like that's kind of a theme too. You know, love of the family and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I just, I liked this. <laughs> it was crazy and messed up, but I liked this one. I know. I actually awesome. enjoyed it. So yeah, I would too. like to watch it again. I wouldn't mind watching it again at all. Me too. Um, With no interruptions, it's not. Yeah. 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 So overall, we loved Deadpool. Deadpool. Yes, Deadpool was, awesome. was so funny. I, I recommend it. you all go and watch it, like for real. Without kids. 
Oh, he's going to take you of age. Yeah, mm. Fear of Age, please. Go and watch it. It's worth it. It's really this is, a, this is a hard R. This isn't like a soft R. This isn't like softcore porn R. This is like... I'm sorry. I'm not going to go with that analogy. Never mind. Okay, it's, okay, okay. it's a hard R. Okay. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Let's come out of the rabbit hole. <laughs> um, so, with the ending, did, so did he really undo all those things that were in the end? Like, there was it several looks like scenes. it might have been like he was undoing all of it. But then again... Yeah, maybe. Because you so know they were talking about alarm? like Dark Phoenix and stuff. Because you know in the third X-Men, not the third X-Men movie, that was the crap one, but the uh, Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. Was it Days of Future Past? Was that the one where Phoenix was in there and she was mm-hmm. in the unit? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that one where like Magneto's all heartbroken because his um, kid gets killed. Mm. They kind of reset the X-Men universe in that one because when mm-hmm. um, Wolverine went back in time, mm-hmm. so it's like they reset everything that happened in the previous three movies, which mm. one and two, I can be kind of sad about three. You can feel free to get rid of that one. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this is kind of keeping... Is it from the original Fox ones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with like Halle Berry as Storm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like Days of Future Past essentially like reset that universe because like he went back in time mm. and changed some things. Mm-hmm. So... It kind of, you, I don't know how they're going to do it, but essentially they can do whatever they want now because mm-hmm. they kind of reset it. Mm-hmm. So it could be very similar with like Deadpool. Now you can kind of do whatever because he's chased. So Vanessa's so alive. Stuff. I feel like she could be. Because there was a scene where he went back in time and he like, because he knew about the one, one of the henchmen that came back. Yeah. And that like, he thought he had killed all the people that came to attack yeah. him, but then there was one like lone one that ended up you know, shooting her in the heart. Mm-hmm. But then he like took a sword to that, a knife to that guy's head. It wasn't even could. like a knife knife. It was like a freaking, it was the it cheese was a, knife. Oh, the cheese, the, uh, the cream cheese spreader, the cheese knife. <laughs> yeah. The spreader. And I'm like, dang, he just went. Yeah. So I feel like um, if they do another Deadpool movie, she could actually be alone. That'd be cool because I like Or her. not. It, I mean, it depends. Or they could just make it like a parallel universe. It's so mm. weird when they do like time it's time stuff because you're just like because remember that movie Summer in Time with Christopher Reeve mm. that you guys watch mm-hmm. and it's like but where did the watch come from? Mm. Because she gives it like she is an old woman gives it to him when he's like younger and then he's the one who gives mm-hmm. it to her when he yeah. goes back in time. So where did it come from? It's, yeah, those time movies are such a trip. Like there was one with um. It was one of Rachel McAdams, too, that I watched about time. The Time Travel is Life? Yeah. That one was messed up, too. And oh, yeah, I was that like, was so... Oh, man, yeah. But it was... What's his name? Uh, what was that guy? Nicholas Sparks. That was one of his books. Oh, okay. His always have some kind of death or something. They're all, like, heartfelt and lovely. Why does all movies. of your books have to be a baby movie, Nicholas I Sparks? I know! <laughs> I'm always like, why does somebody have to, like, always have, like, dementia and die and stuff? <laughs> I'm just, that's actually only notebook. But somebody always dies, and I feel like it's because he has experience of death. So he, like, always has one of his characters experience of death, too. And I'm like, but they're not you, though. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not Well, nice. people, you know, I've um, seen it um, somewhere that authors really only have one story, but they just find different ways to tell it. Oh, so that's sex. very interesting. Yeah. Are you going to go back on me again? I'll leave you alone. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> nice. You should work on that one story, though. I know. So, Deadpool, watch it, guys. It's very interesting. It's we awesome. liked it. Check it We're out. We're probably going to watch it again so we can watch the whole thing in full without interruptions from bad service people and really annoying other patrons at the 
We had an issue, y'all. It was okay. We're not going to talk about it, but... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cool. Yeah. But that's our episode, people. That's it. It it. Enjoy. Remember to you know check us out on our, all our social media, and we want to hear from you guys. If you're watching, I mean, not watching, you're not watching because there's no video. If you're listening, <laughs> we want to hear from you guys. Yes, yeah, so give us some questions. Mm-hmm. Make sure you comment. Well, yes. there's only so many places you got. Schedule lets you comment. Yeah, you go like to the actual web app. You can't do it on the app app. You, you can, can comment on Instagram, way. on Twitter, and on our email. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got three ways you can comment. And if you use iTunes, you can certainly uh, review there. So and rate. Do that, you guys. We like five stars. We love it. We love, we love it. it. All right. So, love you guys. All right. See Have you guys. Week. Peace out. Bye. Bye. More sound effects. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to our show on whatever podcast listening app you use and share the show with other blurred and non-blurred family and friends. And if you like our episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. The intro and outro music is Twilight by Caption. You can find them on SoundCloud, the username Caption, spelled C-A-P-S-H-U-N. The show notes are by Bola Hansen, and the audio engineering is by Whitney Booker. And you can contact us by email at blurredtalkbw at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to get social, you guys. You can find us on our social media at Instagram and Twitter with our at handle being at blurredtalkbw. And we've got our individual things going on too, y'all. So you can find me, your blurred fashionista, on Instagram and Twitter at bolastorybe. That's B with two E's like the insect. And I've got my own personal YouTube channel, just Bola Sade. That's B-O-L-A-S-H-A-D-E. D is in dog, E is an elephant. And this is Whitney. You can find me at my company, Luminavi Studios. The email address is wit at luminavi.com. That's W-H-I-T at L-U-M-E-N-A-V-I.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Luminavi Studios.